It's a great day to live for Jesus. This is the In the Word podcast with Pastor Mike Grover, a chapter-by-chapter devotional journey through the New Testament where we will browse the background, discover the doctrine, and practice the principles of God's Word for us today. Hey guys, we are here. We're going to be over in Romans chapter 7. And we started this uh, journey through every chapter in the New Testament about about a year and a half ago, and we are near the halfway point. And so it's so great being able to get in the Word with you guys as we look at this devotional journey through every chapter in the New Testament and just seeing uh, the words of the Lord and how they can benefit us each and every day. So, you know, I was thinking about um, this chapter in Romans chapter 7, and years ago, legendary folk rock singer Bob Dylan Um, openly professed his faith in Jesus Christ Uh, in the late 1970s. He even produced an album in 1980 called Saved. But I think the song that probably most boldly talked about his new relationship with Christ was the album before that, and the song was called Serve Somebody. And one of the lines in that song said, it may be the devil, but it may be the Lord, but you're going to have to serve somebody sometime. In Romans chapter 7, I think Paul is capturing that idea of serving somebody or who are we going to serve. You see, in chapter 6, he declared the truth that because Jesus Christ died on the cross, that that death was applied to us as his followers. In other words, we're dead to the old life, we're dead to the old ways, the old powers, and we're risen with Christ. And now we can serve in a newness of life. And so... We actually are freed from the obligations to the old that we might serve the new. And in chapter 7, he uses this as an analogy of a woman who is freed from an unpleasant husband because of his death. Chapter 7, verse 1 says, Do you not know, brothers, for I speak to them that know the law? Now, the Roman Christians here, the Gentiles, they knew all the facets of the Roman law and how it pertained to marriage. The Jewish people, they understood all the facets of the Mosaic law and what it applied to marriage. So he said, I'm speaking to people that understand the law as it pertains to marriage. He said, how the law has dominion or control over a man as long as he lives. For the woman that has a husband is bound by the law to her husband as long as he lives. But if the husband is dead, she is loosed from the law of her husband. So then, if while her husband lives, she's married to another, she'll be called an adulteress. But if her husband is dead, she's free from that law, that, so that she's no adulteress, though she be married to another. You can't be married to two men living at the same time. That's, that's adultery. Verse 4 says, Wherefore, my brothers, you also have become dead to the law by the body of Christ, that you should be married to another, even to him who is raised from the dead, that we should bring forth fruit to God. For when we were in the flesh, the motions of sins, which were by the law, did work in our members to bring forth fruit to death. But now we are delivered from the law, that being dead wherein we were held captive, that we should serve in newness of spirit and not in the oldness of the letter." So Paul is saying here in chapter 7, he's using this analogy of a woman um, being freed from an unpleasant husband because he died. And he likens this to, as a Christian, our relationship to the law. You see, the larger truth to grasp here is this. It's not simply that we have been freed 
from our obligations to the old life and to the law, but that we're free to serve another law. So he wasn't saying, hey, that unpleasant husband died. Just go and party and live it up and never, ever have another husband again. What a loser. No, he said the death of that old husband now allows you to enter into a new relationship, a better relationship, a loving relationship. And I think sometimes when people come to faith in Jesus Christ and begin to understand uh, the freedom that that gives us and the grace that that gives us from those old ways, there's a danger of rather than replacing that with new and better obligations, we just want to replace it with, man, selfishness and just to do whatever we want to do. But we become dead to the law, he said, so that we can serve in the newness of the spirit and not in the oldness. You see, we can serve the law of Christ. Um, God didn't set us free in salvation to do what we want, but to enable us to do what Jesus wants. Now let that sink in. In salvation, God did not set us free to do what we want. He set us free and enabled us to do what Jesus wants. See, in the powerlessness of our flesh and the futility of that old nature and that old man, man, we just were struggling. It was an uphill life constantly. But in Christ, man, that fleshly power is replaced by the power of the indwelling Holy Spirit, who Jesus told us the last night before he went away, that he would come so that we could have that personal relationship with Jesus, even though Jesus isn't here. You see, so that indwelling Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit of God, points us to Jesus. He enables us to know Christ personally. He enables us to love Jesus and to draw from Jesus and to serve Jesus in the newness of life and in love rather than the oldness of the law and obligation. I love this verse in 2 Corinthians 5, 14. It says, for the love of Christ constrains us. Now that word constrain, sometimes it translated control, sometimes compel. Um, it, it, it has taken us captive to do what God wants. The love of Christ, think of it this way, has taken me captive to Christ. And so now I serve Jesus out of love. I'm taken captive by considering the love that Jesus has for me. And now I can love him because he first loved me. So we're dead to the old law, but we're alive to God through a new law. And it's the law of love in Christ Jesus. You see, Jesus is our new husband, and as it were. And so, um, you know, we can appreciate his goodness to us, and we can let that motivate us to just desire to serve him. I think one of the great characteristics of the new life in Christ in someone when they come to faith in Jesus, let's call it one of the proofs of the new life in Christ, is that desire to be motivated out of appreciation, man, for all that Jesus has done. Jesus didn't set me free so I could just do what Mike Grover wants. Jesus set me free to enable me to truly love him and to be compelled by his love to serve a life that ultimately, as it says here, will bring forth fruit to God. Not fruit to myself, not fruit to the old life, but it'll bring forth fruit to Jesus Christ. So the word for today is this, and I want you to consider this. 
Think of all that faith in Jesus has brought into your life and let that motivate you to serve him wholeheartedly, without reservation, without fear of the old life ever coming back. So I don't serve out of fear of the emptiness that the old life might bring. Man, I serve out of love and appreciation for what the new life in Christ has brought to me. And you say, well, does that work, Pastor Mike? Um, man, I'm going on uh, 40 years of it working. So I would say at this point, uh, man, the, the words of that song, no turning back, no turning back, have certainly been true in my life and I hope is true in your life as well. Grab hold of God's word, learn to appreciate everything that Jesus has done. And you know what? You'll live victoriously. You will live in the newness of the spirit and not in the oldness of the law. Thank you for listening today to In the Word. Join us every Tuesday and Friday for new episodes as we continue our devotional journey through the New Testament.